So today, we are celebrating the feast of our patron saint, Saint Augustine of Hippo. Um, now, I imagine that some of you don't know really anything about him, so here's a, here's a little bit of a, a rundown uh, on his life. Augustine was born in uh, 354 uh, in Tagast, uh, North Africa, and what is now Algeria, uh, but it was at the time a part of the Roman Empire. His mother, Monica, who uh, uh, was, you know, uh, you know the, the saint in her own right, but also uh, the person that this city is named after, Santa Monica, right? Um, she was a Christian, uh, and uh, Augustine's father, on the other hand, uh, Patricius, was a pagan who later uh, became Christian. Augustine's family was a, a family of some means, and so Augustine was granted an extensive education in philosophy and literature and in rhetoric, which he went on to teach for a living, especially in the Italian city of Milan. So growing up, it is fair to say that Augustine had a searching heart. And while Augustine was influenced by his mother's faith as a child and in his 20s, he was not a Christian. In his early adulthood, Augustine was more drawn to Manichaeism, a, a faith tradition that resembles Christianity in some ways, but one where the power of evil is considered equal to and on par with the power of good, and where our physical embodiment is seen as a, a form of imprisonment. Later, when he became dissatisfied with Manichaeism, Neoplatonism played a huge role in his intellectual and spiritual formation. But of course, in due time, in part because of the prayers of his mother, but also under the influence of Ambrose of Milan, who also became a saint, Augustine accepted the Christian faith as his own in the summer of 386, baptized at the Easter Vigil in 387. So yes, you did hear me right, it actually took two saints to bring this guy to the faith. Uh, <laughs> Not just one, two. But, yeah, did not, well, we'll see. Who we'll the judge of that? In 391, Augustine returned to North Africa. He was going to set up a kind of a lay monastic community, and he arrived in the city of Hippo. And in Hippo, um, there were uh, folks who sort of saw him and saw his faith, and they kind of lifted him up and said, you know what, you're going to be our priest. Um, that's how it worked back in the day. Uh, and he served in Hippo uh, as for four years, and then they said, no, you're going to actually make you the bishop. So they made him uh, the bishop of Hippo, and he served in Hippo for the next 35 years, um, dying on August 28th in the year 430 as the Vandals besieged his city of Hippo. So before and during the time Augustine was a bishop, he was a prolific author. And if he's a saint, he's a saint because of that, not because of any works that he did or not because of any, you know, miracles that he uh, performed, but rather he's a saint because of what he wrote. He wrote sermons, biblical commentaries, letters, treatises, he wrote works of philosophy and theology. He weighed in on topics like uh, philosophical theories of knowledge and language. He wrote on Christian formation and the interpretation of Scripture. 
He wrote a profoundly influential work on the Trinity and another one on government and society called The City of God. His reflections on grace, God's grace in relationship to human salvation and agency was defining for Western Christians. And to a lesser extent, so too were his thoughts on sexuality. And it's fair to say that Augustine was one of the most influential thinkers in the whole of the Christian faith. He has shaped, helped to shape your life, even if you only know this guy as, you know, the person this church was named after. His effect was that big. Like I said, though, in his heart of hearts, Augustine was a seeker. And even when he became a bishop, even when it became his duty to uphold Christian teaching, Augustine sought God and sought to know God more and more deeply. And if you were going to read one book by him, I would encourage you to read his Confessions. It was written a, a dozen or so years after his conversion. And the Confessions is an autobiography of sorts, kinda, but more so, it is really an extended prayer where Augustine reflects on his life, trying to discern God's hand in the midst of his chaos, in the midst of his confusion, in the midst of his joys and his sorrows. And in this way, while Augustine remained a seeker, he was also a bit of a chastened seeker. For Augustine knew and fearlessly wrote about the fact that conversion does not make the chaos of our human experience disappear. When we convert, we do not gain some sort of superpower that makes it possible to understand our every motivation or action or ensure that everything in our lives will, will fall into place when we come into a deeper relationship with God. God and God alone, according to Augustine, gives human lives shape and meaning. And as much as God remains a mystery to us, so too do we remain a mystery to ourselves. And as such, there is a there's a wee bit of pessimism in his thought. He was not particularly confident about our human potential to figure our lives out, or really to figure out much of anything at all. And while he is the furthest thing from anti-rational, Augustine saw desire and the human will as being far more defining for our lives than reason and intellect. To Augustine, we long and desire for all sorts of things, and this longing defines our lives. And our problem, our problem is that we desire some things more than we should, as if those things were God. And thus we suffer from estrangement and we suffer from loss. And in doing so, we are lost in this captivity to sin as he would say. And because we are lost, he places little hope in our capacities to find ourselves. No, 
rather than place much hope in us and in our potential, Augustine places complete trust in God. Augustine hoped in the God who created us and who made us in God's very own image. But more than that, Augustine placed his hope in the God who searches after us, who comes to meet us intimately in our suffering to share with us God's joy. He hoped in the God who comes to be with us, and by be with us, I mean completely with us, in the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Augustine's hope is that the God who comes, is is in the God who comes into our human experience to be our way and truth and life in order to guide us home so that we might be with God and our heart's desire might ultimately be realized. The gospel lesson for this day points to the Last Supper, where Jesus' disciples are desperate for answers. They're desperate to make sense of the confusion and the uncertainty in which they find themselves. And in response to this bewilderment, Jesus simply gives himself in answer to Thomas's question about not knowing the way to be with Jesus, Jesus gives himself as the way and as the truth and as the life. In answer to Philip's question about revealing God, Jesus gives himself as the ultimate revelation of God. To see him is to see the Father, Jesus says. We search for and engage with God by engaging with Jesus, who is already before us as a revelation that God has already sought us. We seek, seeking the one who sought us. We must search for God. That is our heart's desire. But the paradox is that God has already found us. The God who created us seeks us out and draws us in through Christ. And in finding us, God makes us children of God and welcomes us into the family of God so that we might become siblings of Christ. This God seeks us out, shows us the way, and welcomes us into the heavenly city. Augustine was always a seeker, always looking for the truth, always looking for life, always seeking God. And in this way, he is a a fitting patron saint for this quirky parish uh, and community of seekers, this group of people who love to engage their minds in elements of the faith and who long to experience God and the love of God in our hearts. Augustine is with us in our journey of faith. And as he journeys with us, Augustine points with his life and points with his witness to the God who seeks us 
and has found us. He points with his life to the God we seek, who sought us first. And so today, give thanks for Augustine, give thanks for his witness to us, but more so give thanks to the God who gives us Jesus Christ to be for us the way and the truth and the life, who shows us the way and who welcomes us home. Amen.